listening to Around Comics. Salazar, and with me as always is Christopher Neesman. Hello, and Tom Caters. Hey, what's happening? How are you? What's happening, fellas? What's going on? It's another. It's another round comics day. Yay! Yes. Yes. More comics. More (laughs) comic book talk. Uh, They come out every week. They did. They just. They're relentless. They. They just keep coming out. You can't stop them. When are they going to be done? There's too many. <laughs> Whether you want to or not, they're there. Yeah, I said, yeah, there's a pretty good week. There's some pretty good stuff came out. Some good, there was a lot. It was, it was a, lot a lot of comics. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm probably halfway through reading what I want to um, for the week. And uh, yeah, there's some good stuff, some weird stuff. So we'll get into it. Weird, weird stuff. Weird, mm-hmm. wacky uh, stuff. I can't do Johnny Carson. Some would say I can't do any wild. impressions. Wild. <laughs> but I keep trying. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. I was watching a show. There was a show, there was a show on um, Amazon, a new show called The Outlaws. And it's a BBC show, but it's on Amazon. Mm. Really? And it's Stephen Merchant. You know who Stephen, that big, tall, really funny guy from Britain? <laughs> Real tall, blonde yeah. dude. created The Office. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, so he wrote, he created, he's in it. And it's basically about, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It, basically, the story is just about this group of people that are doing community service together. And they're very different people. Um, it's him. He's like a lawyer, nerdy lawyer. There's like an influencer girl. There's, uh, yeah, different people. But one of the people is Christopher Walken is in the show. Boy. and he's <laughs> Yeah, and he's awesome. And he plays like this uh, sort of, you know, old uh con man thief that just got released from prison Mm -hmm. and has to do community service to finish out his his (laughs) sentence and uh yeah he's great in it he's just great nice i I was i was telling my wife i was i'm very sad that i've never really been able to do a christopher walken impression and and it's it's one of my uh failures in life that just haunts me well you can probably hear us al and i (laughs) talk about this and other shows Weekly on ACTV, if you're a, a, a patron, and uh, yeah, find out about that and more at uh, around what patreon.com forward slash round comics. And uh, that's right, yeah, exclusive are, content. Yeah, I did watch uh, the first two episodes of Minx, and you're you're correct, that it is is really good, and there's a lot of dick in it. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, it's the golden age of dick. It really is. It, it really is. It is what it's the golden age of killer croc and uh, and dick. male frontal it, it, nudity. It, it, it kill, it's the killer crocassons. <laughs> That's what we're referring to. But it's a really funny show. It's really it's well really done good. show. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yep, yep, very Just good stuff. In spite of all the penis, yes, that is in it. 
or for some, for I'm some, sure. maybe. Because, yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I mean, do I, I don't? I would imagine you know there are plenty of. It's, I, it's weird for me to imagine anyone looking at male genitalia and and enjoying looking at it. It's yeah, just, no, it's just very. It's not an attractive looking thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I'm sure there are. As as one quote from the show, "Ooh, look, this one has a vein in it." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Imagine you were the casting director of that. Well, we can talk about that yeah, on Yeah, we'll talk about it on, on Sunday. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're here to talk about This is about books. comics, we're, not penis. Yes, we are here to talk about yeah. comic books. Um, isn't all comics are are kind of about cock. There's a lot of cock. Was, yeah. That was originally gonna be the show the show title. Uh comics not cock. <laughs> cock, yeah. <laughs> But we decided to go with in them. a way, yeah. all superhero stories. Um, I want to talk a little bit about it, little. and just the subject in general. It's something that I want to talk about whenever the first issue came out. Second issue came out this week, and I haven't read it yet, but it looks beautiful. And that is uh, the Cimmerarian Hour or Hour <laughs> of the Dragon. I thought we talked about this already. No, we didn't. We never. No. We actually didn't get to talk about it. And so I just wanted to bring it up. How much? Do, how much dong is in it? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. There's a giant grill on the cover, so you never know. Um, um, so it's, it's, the, it's the latest Conan comic, and it seems like, I mean, really, at one point you felt like every once in a while there would be a Conan comic that would come out, but it feels like Conan has pretty much been on the shelves. <laughs> almost non-stop for the last decade does it i mean does it feel like that now that there's just been yeah, a lot I don't know. of people well, writing it, it yeah it seems like whenever it felt like something happened with the um rights to it or something yeah. and then all of a sudden there was just a lot of conan and marvel got marvel got conan and they just went you know i mean they just started fucking publishing a lot of conan books yeah. and uh I'm just, uh, I'm not that interested in Conan anymore. And that's the thing. It's, uh, he's got a tight fan base. There's a gr- must be a group. I, I love, there must be. I, I right? love Conan, but I also feel like Conan is something that will always be available to, to, to read. And you can no. pretty much pick up any Conan story right. and it's going to be a Conan story, right? Now you say you love Conan. I but, love the idea of Conan. Uh, well, do you? My question is like, where mm-hmm. did you? I mean, I'll be honest. I I remember Conan magazine when I was younger, mm-hmm. but I didn't give a fuck about Conan until Conan the Barbarian, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's when I. Yeah. That's when yeah, I started caring movies, about Conan. The, the I could care less really about Conan. I read it a little bit. I did read the magazine a little, but it was never the movie. Like it was never. Yeah, it was the movie that led me to the comics, and right. you know, and I've got I've got a lot of Conan comics laying around the house and a lot of conan do you yeah a lot of conan i got one of my favorite original art pages is a is a conan page conan is it conan or conan i don't know i always said conan (laughs) conan how do they say it in the movie conan conan yeah conan what is best in life ah it is uh um conan conan tell me conan hey conan (laughs) It is a uh, see oh, see your man. see your enemies driven before before you uh, hear the lamentations of the, hear women. the lamentations, lamentations of the women of the whatever yeah. yeah yeah I don't even know what that word meant when he said it what <laughs> Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger's saying five dollar words there I don't even know what this guy's saying how many uh, takes did that that uh, you got to give uh, Arnold credit um, 
you know, poor dude from Austria comes uh, with yeah. a, with a, apparently I didn't know this, but his father was a Nazi. Did you guys know that? Arnold's father was a Nazi. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I, I recently I found that. Out. Yeah. I was yeah. not aware of that. I wasn't either. Another reason he couldn't be president. I, guess. <laughs> I, I don't think that's actually in the constitution, but <laughs> it should be no Nazis allowed. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just, we, we had mentioned it in passing, just kind of like what you think of, of Conan as a comics character. I mean, it's been around since the, what the, you know, sixties in comic form. Right. I think it's yeah yeah at least I, I, mean, I mean I don't I don't really know th this one is history, by but... a Blaze Comics by the way and Blaze. I think it's the they're doing like actual Robert E Howard stories. So does someone own the rights? Different is there different rights for Robert? Like I think one of those, it might, it might be public domain at this point. Might be point. public domain at this point. Right? Yeah. Um, so. The it might be one of those weird things where. Some of it's public domain, but then some of it, right. like certain characters aren't. Yeah, kind of like uh, Superman. Like, it's like you can write a Superman story, yeah. but it can't have Lois or Jimmy Olsen, and he can't fly. He can only, you know, leap. And yeah. that or it's like, um, you know, like Superboy belongs to Warner Brothers, but Superman belongs to, you know, like. So interestingly. Weird. Uh, Around law the, copyright. The, the first, the first comic book adaptation of a Howard Conan story was the feature La Riena de la Costa Negra, taken from the original Conan story Queen of the Black Coast in the miniature-sized Mexican anthology title Cuentos de Abuelito, number eight, from 1952. So the first wow. Conan uh, adaptation was a Mexican comic. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Yeah. So and like then, Conan then, is a golden age of comics. Yeah, character, and then kind of tail end, tail end of that, yeah. right in that weird post, in that weird post superhero, mm -hmm. post golden age super, in the gap when superheroes were not after the war popular. and nobody wanted to read about superheroes anymore. Yeah, right? they wanted yeah. to read romance. Living comics. in that space where, where all the westerns mm. and the bar, your barbarian comics are, are is barbarian comics like a term that <laughs> i would think so it's like, it's a subgenre yeah. barbarian it's a genre comics. right like rom <laughs> oh, romance comics barbarian, barbarian comics, comics. what you had call yeah. the conqueror and call, and conan yeah. and that was it right? i don't know well the red sonia well then marvel and dc yeah, yeah, you know yeah. each would have their own right uh and then yeah the, the marvel introduced in 1970 yeah so, Roy Thomas, right? Yeah, Roy Thomas and uh, Barry Windsor Smith, mm -hmm. and then John Buscema and Ernie Chan. Yep, I've got a, uh, I've got a, Ernie, Ernie Chua. A, yeah, Chua or Ernie Chan, um, prolific inker, and that's I've got a, I've got one that's a Buscema uh, breakdowns with um, Ernie Chan inks, which basically Buscema's just you know literally just throwing throwing layouts down and and ernie chan's probably more of the artist on those um yeah i have no idea yeah i don't know i don't know could be yeah i i i, I look at conan books like um a little bit goes a long way for me at this point it's like oh once in a while yeah pick up you know pick up conan and it's like oh that's a that's a good little conan story and that's all i need for it's kind of like chicago now. deep dish pizza yeah, once every six, eight like, months. Yeah, and a slice. Yeah. A slice, not even a whole pizza, just a slice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just give me one slice of that. Yeah, I mean, it's like if there's a really good artist, maybe like 
dip in there and like ah oh, okay yeah. yeah like that's usually how i end up with a conan but yeah mahmoud is like uh, the artist is yeah mahmoud like, ashar uh was doing it for actually hmm. i think doing it now currently um is on the marvel conan book is he i believe so if you search barbarian comic books <laughs> conan <laughs> conan's pretty much all of them uh adrian the barbarian it was a british comic book i guess um barack the barbarian uh slain uh wolf w-u-l-f another uk book uh, a lot of uk a lot more in the uk than here in the uh, santa oh they love it uh, santa the barbarian <laughs> nice. santa the barbarian wasn't, nice. wasn't there that was a rob liefeld written and drawn oh uh, comic book from 1995 that that'll give us a good segue um uh, wasn't there one like Zor or something like that? Joe the Barbarian, Grew the Wanderer. Can't forget about Grew the Wanderer. Oh yeah, probably yeah. the most influential of the comic book barbarians. Uh, Cerebus. Yeah. Barbarian. yeah, yeah, and then Conan. So uh, they didn't even put Red Sonia on this yeah. list. What the hell, misogynist? Was um, she a barbarian? I guess. What else would that fuck? What yeah. would you call her? Yeah. If yeah. we're putting her into like a D and D class, yeah, probably. Chris is like, women can't be barbarians. Well, or it's just she just a straight up fighter. Oh, barbarian! You know, I don't know. It's uh, what's what? I don't. She's like too, too 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 weapon proficient. She's too pretty. I don't know. She's too pretty to be a barbarian. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. <laughs> There's a barbarian comics in uh, somewhere that's uh, Maryland, Wheaton, Maryland. How about that? There you go. Go to Barbarian Comics. Check them out. Bing, there's a free plug. If you're in the Maryland area. Get a Conan comic at Barbarian Comics. Right? <laughs> Grognak, the Barbarian comic book magazine. I wouldn't read I that. What, I, I wouldn't read that. that. Grognak. I don't know what that is. That's a great name. <laughs> Grognak. Grognak. Yeah. I need a... I still, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I just... I. Eh, it's probably one of these boxes somewhere, but the first comic book I ever bought off of a wall... The first overpriced comic that I ever paid for was <laughs> Conan the Barbarian number one. Nice. Still have and it. I still ha- huh. And I still have it. What's that go Somewhere. for these days? I have no idea. Let's see. Uh, well, here it is. Uh, Conan the Barbarian comics value and price guide. Um, number one. Uh, what is this? Right, it's slabbed, right? Yeah, if it's slabbed. Like, say yours is what? Uh, like a... Eight five or something probably. I don't know. I don't know. There's if it's there's less like, than a nine six, I literally light it on fire. <laughs> it's useless well, a nine a nine six is uh shit. I don't know. Let's see. Grand. A nine so eight is like nine thousand dollars. Yeah. For a, for a nine point eight. Yeah. How much did you pay for yours? Uh, I think I paid f- forty bucks. Yeah. Maybe when I bought it. Uh, this was many years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that, that cover. In... I love the cover. I mean, I so can't... a nine point two is like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, mine's. I don't know what mine. Should, I have no idea. What it's probably in good shape. It's it's literally been in a like one of the hard plastic mylar yeah. bags for thirty years, probably or twenty twenty five years. Yeah. Well, I think we're. Right. I think we're gonna go to C two E two. You should. Uh, you should go and uh, have CGC grade it. I I'm just not a CGC uh, believer. Yeah, just not. Uh, yeah, no. I'm just keep my comic in my comic book box. There you go. It's fine. Yeah, it's well, fine. now I need to know what it is. 
I don't, I need I'm not I, getting it graded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you need to get this graded for Chris. Yeah, just so he just so I know. Here, here, I'll do I'll do it for you because it's all fucking made up anyway. <laughs> you know, like what, who's who? Oh, these experts are going to grade my comic book. Fuck off. Nine point five. Yeah. What? Come on. Can you like appeal? <laughs> you, get, like, you should be able to, right? Yeah. It's like no, I don't like how yeah, you graded like, it. So yeah. So I'm gonna. Is there like a third party arbitrator? Re- resubmit like, this comic for review. Uh, you know, yeah. Again. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Arbitration. Yeah. It is baseball opening day today, right, boys? Opening day. We Cardinals are. are uh, on the on track for uh 162 and 0. <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen. Um we are around comics and baseball. I mean that's the subtitle of, of the podcast. Yeah. Uh Sox play today? No, Friday yeah. okay, opening so in Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Open in Detroit. I yeah. The Sox always open on the road. I well, I don't remember the fine. last time. They they should cuz it's Chicago, but it, it, open up in like Miami or Houston or what you know whenever I see like southern teams on the road to open the season I just confuse yeah, so it's weird yeah it's I'll a, talk to the uh, schedule makers about yeah. it I'll make like, sure why is Anaheim opening at Target Field in Minneapolis you know shit like that isn't it just a computer put just spits that shit out anyway that's one of my favorite 30 for 30s um it's one stressed out guy just oh, <laughs> it, it used no. it used to be honestly it used to not working out <laughs> it used to be a married couple uh check out it's ESPN's 30 for 30 oh, they, really they have a 30 for 30 on the yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's called that's, the, that's it's called cool. the schedule makers, and I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll watch that for sure. I bet it's it's a, those thirty for thirties are amazing. Oh, it's really cool, and they talk about things like when Derek Jeter um, um, got his three thousandth hit or something. He did that in in Tampa Bay, and and you know they said it's like we would look at things like that and and kind of move the schedule around to go. Yeah, it's probably might happen around this time probable yeah, yeah. that because sure. i think he was like eight or something hits away and no, like it's probable that it'll happen on this around here so they would you know they would put a home stretch in for for shit like that but the computers don't do that they just completely randomize it so those bastards yeah Bastard computers. Joe Galuzic says that Norwegian video game company Funcom announced it has fully acquired the rights to Conan the Barbarian. I don't know. If, huh. Yeah, so there you go. Sword and That's sorcery is the genre, he, he claims, not barbarian. No, no, I want sub, sub, barbarian. Sub-genre. Sub-genre, sub-genre. I think it's, yeah. yes. Yeah. Sub-genre. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Uh, something the blank. Blank the blank. <laughs> blank the blank. Krognock. The barbarian. Everything, yeah, they all pretty much ended in the barbarian. The barbarian. Because, you know, why not? I, I think people would get fooled, right? Because it's like, I, wait, I want to read that book about that barbarian. What was his name? Was it was it Krognock? Was it Gru? Krognock, it... yeah. They don't remember Conan. They just remember the barbarian. All we got is, all we got is off-brand Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, sorry. I've got some crawl for you. We got Craig. We got Craig Knock. Craig Knock. Did you guys ever read any? um, Stepped on. uh, Fafford and Gray Mauser books. The. uh, uh, Oh no! I know what you're talking about, though. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's one of the first like 
sword and sorcery genre. I mean, yeah. it was long before, you know, D and D and all that stuff. Uh, those, I don't even know. I can't think of the author's name, but I remember when I was like into Dungeons and Dragons a lot and I was sort of reading tons of fantasy books. I'm like, Oh, what is this is like before Dungeons and, you know, before the genre really kind of yeah. took off. And I started reading, I'm like, these are terrible books. I don't know why anyone, <laughs> <laughs> but the characters no are classic yeah. in the sense that they're, they're, they're almost like a trope at this point because you still see it throughout so many different storytelling things, but it's like the big guy and then, you know, who's like the muscle and then the sort of finesse guy, that was their thing. Like they were, mm. they were thieves and it was like, you know, and you see it in so many different, you know, kind of, uh, even comedy and whatever else, like the big, you know, kind of loud guy and the, yeah. the sort of quieter finesse guy. But uh, yeah, the, that's the Fafford Fafford and Grey Mouser, I think it was called. Okay. Fritz Lieber novels. Yes, thank you, Joe Galuzic. Joe's old enough to know, remember these. Yeah, we got Joe in the house. Um, uh, who else did I see? Was, oh yeah, Wayne is back. We haven't seen Wayne in a little while. Yeah, the Around Comics crew, these wacky group. <laughs> This wacky group of misfits. And bits, yeah. <laughs> With nothing better to do on a Thursday nothing night. Nothing better to do. Yeah. Just all of us I'll see hanging together. I'll, I'll see you. Yeah. Is, yeah. True. Well, hey, you you mentioned uh Rob Rob Liefeld um written and drawn. Did you guys did you guys uh check out Deadpool Bad Blood? No. <laughs> I, I i leafed through it and and was like nah i'm really not interested in rob liefeld books anymore <laughs> uh yeah it's um it's it's a it's a it's a liefeld uh dare or deadpool book uh i mean he does some he does some funny things there's there's some panels and and you know sight gags where he's it's who is the the guy that did the um the Spider Woman um, pose, the Monera. Frank, Frank Cho. Oh, uh, yeah. Was it Monera? Like he basically recreates that pose in, in this and kind of references, you know, just different like current comic wokeness a little bit. And I hate saying it that way, but yeah, he's, you know, but he's also makes fun of himself a little bit in this. So I enjoyed it. He makes yeah, he, I, he makes jokes about feet. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's got to do something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I have nothing against Liefeld. I, you know, I'm I'm just not a huge fan anymore well, of of his work. But. There's a whole flashback to um, '90s X Force, and it's so it's Liefeld drawing '90s X Force again. So it kind of gave you that that nostalgia in in a way that you know you have nostalgia mm -hmm. for like bands in the 90s that you you kind of liked then but don't like as much now oh, <laughs> i remember being so excited for x-force yeah. <laughs> yeah right for sure oh i think i bought yeah. like 12 copies of number one i probably yeah. still have six or seven if I didn't give them away, haven't those kind of gone up in price because of the damn cards in them? Chris, mm -hmm. I don't pay attention to how I, much I, comic books are we've worth. talked about. I don't, this like I don't five times. know what anything yeah. is worth. Yeah, I, I have no did idea. Did you guys read? Did you guys read Immortal X Men? I did. I did. I did read it. I liked it. And uh, yeah, it was. Good, I didn't right? know they were immortal. Now that's why I was like, yeah, I didn't either. I did not know that they were immortal. But mutants were immortal. 
Um, but I was like, you talked about it, Tom, at one point, like I was a little lost in the beginning, but I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'm sure I'll figure it out as a go. Right. Or, you know, it's, it's, it's not that important, uh, you know, that I don't you gotta know. get into the rhythm of an X book. Yeah. Where you're just like, I can't get too hung up. It's <laughs> no. like, they're going to have a bunch of people. I don't it's know. Kind of, they it's are. like, just roll, it's like reading just roll with it. It's like reading Legion. I, I'm just glad yeah. the artist, uh, really took advantage of the ribbons on Mr. Sinister's costume. Yes. And really, yeah. you know, did like a plume of ribbons yeah. behind him at all times. It was just like, yes, that's that's what you need to do to Mr. Sinister. He's uh yeah. he's kind of a ridiculous character, but they play him that way, which I think yeah, helps. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I I really enjoyed that one. I also read X-Men Red. Oh. What did, yeah, what was um, that about? I didn't read that. Uh it takes place on Mars. Oh, well. Yeah, so uh, Krakoa uh, has a out, you know, an out ranch on Mars. They terraformed Mars. Oh. And they put like this alien race that was on the run from somebody else. They put them there and the books about like Storm is in charge of they call it Arako instead of Mars, right? So she's in charge of Mars. And like, uh, there's a bunch of intrigue going on, and Sunspot's trying to open a bar on Mars. <laughs> Magneto, Magneto's gone there to just like, essentially go die. Like he oh. just doesn't want to participate. That's what he anymore. was talking about in in Immortal X Men. That's mm -hmm. where he was going. He yeah. kept he kept referencing yeah. a rack. I was like, and he left that? the council, or yeah, yeah, stepped yeah. down from the council. So he's he's on Mars, and like. It was pretty good. It's um, uh, I think Al Ewing did it. Oh, yeah. one of my one of my yeah. favorites. Uh, uh, let me make sure that before I promise that. But yeah, it was good. I I I enjoyed it. I picked it up because he was writing it, and I was like, oh, I I like the mortal uh uh mortal X Men. Maybe I'll just like give this keep... one a shot too and see what's up with it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, like I said, I I uh. You know, it's a weird thing having such a connection to so many X-Men characters that now are, you know, like Professor X at this point has basically become almost like a villain. <laughs> I mean, he's so like yeah, they've, yeah. they've kind of just turned him into this, you know, yeah, uh, I don't know, twisted version of, of kind of what he was. It, actually, what he reminds me of now is much more like um, from Doom Patrol uh the chief yeah he, that's what he's very yeah. much more more along the lines of like he just he'll do whatever it takes it doesn't matter what the cost and yeah. he doesn't really yeah. and he was never really that guy you yeah. know i don't know or was he or maybe i just didn't see it when i was a kid as much they've always i mean even going back to the claremont burn stuff they played around with charles not always being up front about stuff and well yeah yeah but i mean the, true, i guess true. it was is what morrison that really kind of pushed xavier to being really a, a manipulative manipulative character uh, yeah i don't know if it was manipulative as much as it was like i know best and yeah. like that means I decide when you get to know stuff or, yeah. you know, well, to like, be fair, he's the most powerful telepath in the world. I mean, he, he does kind of know yeah. best, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but evidently he does not, I guess. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, I also enjoyed X-Men Red. I'll have to I, you should take, take a look, 
Take a look at it. I, I will. It was pretty good. I'll check it out. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's pretty. pretty. Yeah, it is a pretty book. I read something that I had never read, but came out a while ago, uh, and what they re-released it. it. So, uh, Flashpoint, Batman, Night of Vengeance. Yeah, which oh, is okay. the Thomas Wayne, uh, yeah. done by Azzarello and Rizzo. It's so um, I had never. I never read it before, and so they re-released yeah. it as like a 72-page, three-issue thing. Uh, or it's it's a single issue, but they just combined all three issues basically into one. And um, it was really interesting. And it's a setup for Jeff Johns and Rizzo doing now a Thomas Wayne story, um, where basically Thomas Wayne is going to fuck with time so that... He, he, his you know bruce does because thomas wayne is created because bruce gets killed in front of him and then martha yeah. turns into the joker spoilers <clears throat> yeah i love that reveal page by the way oh i mean yeah. it's what? rizzo's so fucking good what's but, wrong with uh, you martha <laughs> the only thing so the only thing about it though i felt like they missed an opportunity in it was the idea that because Thomas was so obsessed with finding the killer, that's why Martha kind of went insane because he ignored her. And you know what I mean? She was really needed him and after, after Bruce is killed and he was so obsessed with fighting with vengeance that, you know, he didn't sort of support her. And that, that was part of her going crazy, turning into the Joker. And they really didn't do that. They didn't really push that angle very much. And I thought that was sort of a missed opportunity of like, I think that would have made it a little more interesting in the idea that Thomas is to blame for the Joker, for Martha becoming the Joker. Um, but yeah, it's all a setup so he can fuck with time in this, this new flashpoint thing, but it's written by Johns with Rizzo on art, That's which I thought was interesting and yeah. weird since the whole flashpoint Batman thing was Azarello you know, from the beginning. I mean, I remember reading an article even where Azarello kind of makes a point of saying, yeah, you know, the Flashpoint thing was John's idea, but the whole Batman Thomas Wayne thing was mine. <laughs> yeah, And so it's just, it's kind of weird. Like John's now is doing it with Rizzo, which will be interesting to see someone else, you know, I'm so, you're yeah. so yeah. used to seeing Azarello and Rizzo together. Yeah. But, and also just like, Time travel. Now it's more time travel. More time travel. More fucking with time. More flashpoint stuff. But uh, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I, I like the idea though of like, okay, he wants to do it. He has a reason. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this so that I don't, you know, my wife doesn't turn into the Joker and I don't turn into Batman and my son lives. That's what he. That's what he's trying to accomplish, or at least that's what they intimate that he's trying mm -hmm. to accomplish. So. Sure. Um, but Rizzo, yeah, man, I, I I kind of miss Azarello and Rizzo doing anything. stuff like this. Yeah, anything. You know, I don't know if they've really done anything lately. But this, uh, it was funny because I was just talking about when they did that Batman story uh, or, or or run mm -hmm. that I loved so much, and Killer Croc is in this as well <laughs> at one point, and I love Rizzo's version of Killer Croc and uh, all those characters, but. Um, yeah, it was, it's really good. If you haven't read it before, it's actually, you know, it's just one of those stories that I'd never had for whatever reason. I didn't really, you know, it was, it was a part of a gigantic fucking crossover. I think there's like 60 issues in total in Flashpoint. 
I happened to to read on the Wikipedia page. Like, good lord, um, <laughs> no wonder I never fucking read it all. Right. But uh, I think the Thomas Wayne character has kind of become the most interesting. You know, really the only character that kind of lasted from that, right? Is there any other? Yeah. You know, kind of, kind of, right? He's still around. He's still in. Now he's yeah. in our you know universe and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was really good. Yeah, really I've good. got a Wayne casino poker chip around here somewhere is that a thomas wayne casino there? yeah no, that no, was that wayne? was one of the uh comic shop uh giveaways, giveaways. i think through mm. through that so yeah i've got a poker chip around here somewhere yeah they're uh azarillo and rizzo are just really good together did you guys read the second issue of ghost rider i did i did not. i did i did read it it was still good. <laughs> it was. It was still good, but it did start to feel like more of a typical Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider type book, as opposed to the a first issue that was like a straight up horror book. You know. Yeah. But it did still have. They kind of. It was still good. It did still have those horror elements to it. Yeah. And, um, I thought the art was a little weirdly uneven at times. Like sometimes it looked really great and then sometimes it was kind of like huh <laughs> not so like, great <laughs> well it's hard to think i don't know it was like hard to believe it was the same artist maybe yeah sometimes when i was when i was looking at the uh pages but yeah it was cool i still enjoy it quite a bit i uh i like but i think that's the most ghostwriter issues in a row i've read in a row. <laughs> yeah like two it's like conan <laughs> you got me to read the second one so that's a victory that's uh, and and you you think it was good, so you're gonna probably read the yeah. third one. That's, I read the third one. Yeah, that's interesting. That's uh, let's see. Yeah, it's what what was? I think we all have a series that that you just kind of kept reading out of habit, even though you weren't really enjoying it. It's or not in love with it. I yeah, it, that's. It's kind of where I am with Moon Knight, right? Most comics at some point. Yeah, I, I'm getting <laughs> like I guess I just I really like the first arc in Moon Knight, and I'm I'm just like I'm reading it. I'm still reading it, and I'm just like I don't know why I'm reading this anymore. I don't know. Yeah, why, what am I doing? What am I? Why am I? Reading? I was reading a comic uh, yesterday, and I stopped halfway through, and I was like, meh, I don't. I'm done. Yeah. I do that a lot more now than I ever used to. Just like, yeah. eh, yeah, this isn't so good. Yeah. This isn't. This isn't. Really... Not gonna try the. Not gonna do the next one. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, there's been chunks of Daredevil that I read that I was just like, well, yeah. I guess cool. I'll fucking trudge. <laughs> yeah, but then I did get to a point where I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done with this. A lot of flash, a lot of flash stories. Yeah, right. In the, uh, I mean, there's some really good ones, but there's also, you know, the, you know, there's some weak points <laughs> in there. It's, like, eh, it's okay. hard to, you know, well, going back to like Deadpool, I think like, mm -hmm. you know, I was a big Deadpool fan at one time, read a lot of the books, but then it was like, I don't know. You just kind of get enough of it. And then the movies came out and I love the movies, but then I go and read the books and I go, well, these aren't the movies. This is, I now I remember why I stopped reading this. This is like, this, the movies, oh, yeah. the movies are awesome. The book, uh, it's okay. It's not, not as awesome yeah. as the, you know, there's like people I know that have 
read Amazing Spider-Man since the seventies. You know, people that are David Price is the... <laughs> and will buy Amazing Spider-Man every issue every month. Forever. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you've made a fairly large commitment. Yeah, got to keep it going, right? Got to keep. Yeah. I think I've decided. I have decided one thing. I, I I think I have decided that officially, I'm ready to announce. Oh God, that oh. Batman is. I think my all-time favorite comic book character. I think I, I wow. think I've okay. finally yeah. come around to. I know it's you know a pop. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Tom. Yes, it was. It, it was is. difficult. It, it was choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's really out there, right? The anticipation really... was killing <laughs> me on this after all these years. No way, Batman. I know. I I kind of almost like, um, you know, reluctantly, kind of like, yeah, You're I just like... can't. I can't deny it anymore. You yeah. know, it's like it's yeah, kind of like being a Yankees fan. Well, I think for a long, yeah, exactly. I just like, yeah, you've gotten to a point in your life where you're just like, you know what? I like Batman. I like Batman. I'm sorry. I, I admit <laughs> it. I'm not ashamed. It is. I'm not ashamed any longer. I well, like Batman. I, I think that that DC um, sees that there's a lot of people like you because there's probably what at least four Batman books a week that come out. Are there at least sixteen? I don't bat there's titles. A lot. There's a, a lot of bad bad books. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, but that's a part of why I love Batman so much because mm -hmm. I I I I've realized like he I think he's one of the most like flexible characters. You can kind of tell any kind of story you want with Batman. Yeah. You can you know, and you can't do that with every superhero. At least I don't think as well. But you can tell a mystery with Batman. You can tell a horror story with Batman. You can tell an action a story. Barbarian. You can, barbarian. <laughs> barbarian Batman. I mean, come on. You can do it. You Time travel Raven Batman. <laughs> he went uh, to the future. I mean, granted, you know, uh, the uh, last boy on Earth, Commandy, not, you know, a barbarian in the traditional <laughs> sense. <laughs> But barbarian, but still torn clothes, yeah, long hair, lands, yeah, possibly, lands. possibly. Well, he's been in the savage, or not? Isn't it the Savage Land? That's Marvel, right? Isn't there a yeah. savage? There's a Savage Land. That's uh, uh, Kazar. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think yeah. you got. I, he's got the best rogues gallery. Uh, you can do a martial arts comic. Did a so they did a they did a whole movie, a seventies <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. kung fu. It was fantastic exploitation. Yeah. I'm you know. a big bronze tiger fan now. That's what I mean. He's the yeah. most versatile of characters. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, th I think. Yeah, definitely. Rogues Gallery. You got to look. You got to. You know, it's Batman or Spider Man. I think is always. You know the which one? Which one has? Nah, the... come on. Spider Man's rogues are they're super comic booky, but they're fucking lame it's pretty electro good it's pretty fucking, good pretty good rogues gallery i i don't think they're that interesting all right let's go through the list pull it up doc ock let's do it right now all right. We're his name is doc ock right there yeah. what the fuck is, that's a, that's lame yeah Anytime that's like the fifth like, best you know name craven well, Cra Craven right? the Hunter. Spider-Man has the Sinister Six, but when you get down to sixth, then you're like, eh, who's even in the sixth? Who is the sixth? It's been kind of a floating six, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a rotating okay. membership. So. You're like Green Goblin. Yeah, obviously. 
great villain. He was so good that uh, they made a, they made a second one. Hobgoblin. They made a second oh, one. Yeah. Vulture. Good. You creepy good. old man. Like, but he's creepy cool old costume. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, already we're kind of Ryan, like, Ryan, 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 right, Rhino. A dude, in, Rhino. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of stupid. One note. Sandman. Great Sandman, which is, always looks awesome and it's cool, but you know. He made. He's just a dude made of sand. How, well, how and then there's always the, the 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 unintentional Sandman <laughs> Hydro Man team up, which yeah. made Mudman. I mean, I think this exercise right here, where we're just like, I don't know. I mean, I'm let's go with Batman. Full list. You got everyone off the bat. The Joker, better than maybe the greatest comic book villain of all time. Yeah. Possibly, probably, yeah. right? Yeah, probably. probably. Joker. Yeah. But then after Killer that, Croc. You got Killer Croc. You got Peng- Penguin. Mm-hmm. Fucking Penguin's Penguin. iconic. Two-Face. Catwoman. It's, I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. The Riddler, even. The Riddler. Just, the Riddler. But, just did a but, yeah. whole movie but you also have what? The what, the Pharaoh? Wasn't that? Uh... Listen, everybody's got some yeah. dogs. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying that, but, but is it uh, who's the the gangster? Yeah, well, the, what's we, the gangster? We haven't even gotten the gangster puppet. We haven't gotten to Raz Al Ghul. Oh. <laughs> we haven't Yo, gotten this to. Is true. <laughs> we haven't gotten to like uh, Scarecrow, uh, Clayface, yeah. Scarecrow, yeah, Clayface, like yeah, yeah, Bane. It's not even. It's not even close. Here, here Bane. we go. Here, yeah, here's some of the winners in Spider-Man's Chameleon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Lame, cool costume. Uh, All right. All right. Doc Ock, Sandman, Lizard. Dude's just a lizard. Wow, scary. Yeah. Uh, cool looking though. Cool looking. The lab. Yeah. I mean, they're Mysterio, all Mysterio. Mysterio's super cool, yeah. but yeah. you know, uh, Scorpion, Shocker. Mm. Shocker's one of my all, all-time favorites. I'll, I'll give him Shocker. Shocker. Yeah, I always liked Shocker. Yeah. Uh, I think Shocker was in the first Spider-Man comic I ever bought. Yeah. Peter Parker. It always sticks in my head because I was like, huh, shocker. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. Kingpin. I was going to get Kingpin. But I consider Kingpin a daredevil. Yeah. Not even, not even really. Well, let's just give Spider-Man the benefit of the doubt. Okay. And just give him Spider-Man. He's still. Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. Here's some lesser known ones. Tinkerer. (laughs) The living brain. (laughs) Uh, big man, <laughs> the notorious oh. crime lord, big man. Um, There's gonna be crime master, molten man, robot master, the finisher. <laughs> no, none of these. You're just making names up now. No, I'm not. Man, mountain Marco. Most, you, remember, you remember man, Mark and mountain Marco? <laughs> yeah. The prowler. Mouse tra- hey, oh, mouse tra- I went to prowler. Uh, tarantula. Heat you remember seeker. tarantula? I do like I, that. Was actually one of my. I have that comic, Peter Parker's yeah. uh, Spectacular Spider-Man number yeah. one with the tarantula on the cover. I still have that. That's a great cover. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. make up some Heat Seeker. He, <laughs> Old way. Oh, Hammerhead. I forgot about Hammerhead. Oh yeah. Uh, Will um, of the Wisp. Uh, oh, Tombstone. Tombstone's a cool villain. Tombstone's pretty cool. Yeah. Once again, kind of a Ghost Rider villain at this point. Okay. And yeah. a Daredevil villain. Yeah. Screwball. Overdrive, Pandamania, Pandamania, a giant panda themed supervillain. Okay, yeah. we don't even need to talk about this. Anymore. Yeah, I think we. I, mean, I think like, we. I think we, I think we figured this out. I don't. Yeah, I mean, you got shit. 
Harley Quinn is a Batman villain. She's, yeah. you know, Joker and Harley Quinn right there. Yep. You got, nobody comes close. Uh, yeah. Mad Hatter. Even his D-list guys. What's, what? Poison Ivy. All right, so two questions. Mr. Freeze. Who's the, um, the yeah. ventriloquist? The, the gangster dummy. Oh, the dummy. The ventriloquist. Is, is that is that <laughs> the okay? And then Scarface is the dummy's name. Okay. The, now the guy yeah. that has like all the scars. Zazaz. How the fuck? Zazaz. 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 Yeah. Zazaz. Okay. Uh, I think it's just Zaz. Just Zaz. I don't know that it's yeah. Zaz, but uh, yeah, Victor Zaz. He was great in the Gotham TV show. Mm-hmm. He was the dude from Barry. Did you guys watch Barry? Mm-hmm. The the uh, oh um, what, I love Barry. Oh, Barry's yeah. so good. Yeah, can't wait for that to come back. Bill Bo- Hader, Bill yeah. Hader show. Yeah. Oh, is he play? Is and he the? He's the Russian the, or whatever. No ho, no ho, Hank. Is that his name? I can't remember. He's yeah, the funny, the funny, the really hilarious. Ru- uh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, bro. Yeah, that guy. Yes. Yeah, that that he plays yeah. Victor Zaz, a creepy weird take on victor's as in the gotham tv show i there there is some good cool batman ones we haven't even we haven't talked about yes we haven't talked about deadshot yeah right deadshot's fucking badass badass professor hugo strange that's a pretty good one that's man man bat Man Bat's like more but, like a Spider-Man villain. That you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna side with Sal. But he's like D-list Batman right. villain, but, but he'd be like in the Sinister Six. Exactly. Was, uh, exactly. He'd be he'd be up there with Electro and Doc Ock and Man Bat. That sounds like right, just about right. He'd be an A-lister if he was on Spider-Man's. I don't know. I don't even know why anybody likes Spider-Man anymore, other than the, the movies. The movies are great. Movies are good. They're fun. The movies are good. Uh, we got Anarchy one and two, uh, and yeah. three. There has been three anarchies. Uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Calendar Man. We didn't even Calendar Man. Kite Man. Kite. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Did you hear that Kite Man is getting a spinoff show on HBO Max? Of course he is. He's he's a fucking superstar. Come yeah. on. So kind of, so uh, that'll be yeah. So go try and buy the first appearance of Kite Man now. <laughs> K, KG Beast. We haven't even mentioned KG Beast. KG Come Beast. on, one of the great names. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I started. Yeah, it was, it was, come on, come on. It's just, it's yeah. not even close. Yeah, man, it's the best. This is, this is why I've decided. But, yeah, you know. but on the Marvel side of stuff, uh, I think is Spider-Man. Is that the probably the most iconic Rogues Gallery? Yeah, probably. probably. I mean, who else uh, even has a rogues gallery? Yeah. I mean, Iron Man's got Hulk, a few. Hulk has a rogues gallery. Yeah, the leader and mm-hmm. Abomination. Other, they're all gamma. Yeah, <laughs> they're all gamma. Yeah, they're all. Yep, yep. Gamma radiated. Uh, Captain America. He's got a good one. You know, you get into like you know Red Skull, Serpent Society. The leap, leap, yeah, they kind of fall off a cliff. Sidewinder, yeah, yeah. you got all those snake related, it's very Spider Man esque. Where all of a sudden you're like, list your top five Captain America villains, you get to like four, and you're like, you well, you got Red Skull, you get to to Red Skull, Zemo, yeah, of course, Zemo, Red Skull, Modok, Arnim Zola, 
Arnold. Yeah, all the Nazi ones are pretty. Yeah, yeah know, he's got all the, good. Yeah. yeah, all the World War II ones. But after that, I think you know anything in the Bronze Age. I think it was just sort of like, eh, we'll bait track the leaper. We'll give him a French dude who kicks a lot, you know. And, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm tra- yeah. Um, didn't Nuke? Didn't he end up being uh, more of a cat villain than Daredevil? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he was in a big arc yeah. for Cap. Um, did Brubaker... Was that Brubaker's run? The Cap? Yeah. With, no, that was before that. Okay, the original, with Nuke? Uh, yeah, with Nuke. Okay. It was that same time frame when he was in Born Again, when Nuke was... And then... I can't remember when, what came first. I can't remember off the top of my head. Somebody on the forum, maybe on the comments. Joe, do you remember... Um, but it was yes, I think it was around that same time, and then there was like a, a, a pretty big arc of Nuke and his drug addiction thing with with Cap. Yeah, yeah. Joe, 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 Joe wanted to uh, make sure uh, not to uh, forget about Ox Montana and Fancy Dan. Spidey's greatest foes. Yes, <laughs> I, think, I think that says it right there. I think that yeah, Ox. I always did kind of like Ox. Though. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, oh, the Flash Rogues. Yeah. They're, they're pretty yeah, they're, awesome. Yeah. Loving that yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah, that, that Rogues book's pretty, pretty you like the good. You like that first issue? We talked about that a little bit last last week, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Got me in the middle of a drink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I did. Well, I got I got one that I read this week that I, I kind of liked. <laughs> I, I, um, did you all read Alice Ever After? I started to, but I didn't I finish did it. Oh, okay. tell tell me what you thought did, about it. Um, it's beautiful. It's um, uh, first of all, it's a uh, uh, Dan Panosian uh, writing, and he's uh, illustrating with Giorgio Spalletta. I hope I didn't butcher that too bad. Uh, it's a really pretty book. Fine Irish lad, Giorgio Spinetta. <laughs> Spalletta. Uh, it's Boom Studios. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a Alice from Alice in Wonderland story, but it's Alice is, um, it's like Alice in, Wonderfan, Alice in Wonderland meets Euphoria. You know, Alice is now in her young 20s is kind of a drug addict. Well, I mean, she did take a lot of pills. She yeah. was a bit of a pill popper, yep. you know, back in the day. So yeah. I guess she just kept doing that, right? Yeah. So it, it it kind of felt like the the Queen's Gambit, but I don't know what Alice is good at or what makes her special, other than she's kind of a drug addict. So, I, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I I mean, that was kind of my problem with it. It was just sort of like, okay, I get that. You know, you're making that sort of connection between the original story of Alice in Wonderland and like psychedelic drug use, that kind of thing. But that connection was made 60 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I don't see what kind of, you know, the point is of, of that. Yeah. Um, which is why, yeah, I didn't, I didn't end up finishing it. Yeah. But very pretty. Very pretty. Sometimes... <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. I, it's I don't know. I don't know if I care if anything happens to Alice. 
because she's kind of a you know a ditzy deadbeat so well sometimes uh i don't know yeah maybe that's the point i don't I, yeah. yeah i you know to sort of take down yeah. alice <laughs> take down a classic literary figure <laughs> mm. that's always yeah, yeah I, I i i don't know i i to me like i said it was just sort of i, I feel like i've we've seen this enough already uh it's not really a, a an interesting new take on alice in wonderland we've seen enough new takes on alice in wonderland that <laughs> yeah you know, that it better be really really good and really uh, yeah really different yeah. not that it was terrible or anything yeah. like you said it looked great and and it was well done i just i wasn't that interested in it personally yeah um but Pinozian's awesome uh as an artist for mm -hmm. sure yeah so yeah so. i did uh i read one that i kind of liked too which was uh spider punk which is mm. I, I, is an alternate universe spider-man hobby something or another is i love, I love how you just spent the last 25 minutes tearing down spider-man and your next pick is <laughs> well, a spidey book <laughs> but it's the, the only reason i even picked it up because it was like oh spider punk okay a punk rock spider-man i'll check that out mm -hmm. um i mean to be fair we were ragging on comparing his rogues to, to Batman. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think like, Sal I, did I, say the words, why does anyone read Spider-Man anymore? Read Spider -Man <laughs> well, and I stand by that after reading this book. Because it's not good? <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. No, it, 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 was, it, it wasn't bad. Uh, mm -hmm. it, was, it was written by Cody Ziegler and art by Justin Mason. I really like the art in it. Um, I thought it fit the book a lot. It was, it, you know, it's, the idea, I guess, is on this um, alternate world, whatever the hell, Earth 138 or something like that. I think it's 138, which would make sense. We are 138, the Misfits. Mm. Uh, um, and it's very punk rocky. It has a lot of punk rock, uh, you know, Easter eggs and and everything is sort of punk rock themed in some ways and it's it's sort of gang you know the the cities are you know Craven the Hunter has kind of like a bunch of shirtless uh, mohawked punk you know kids that kind of work for him and Spider Man's a punk it, it kind of worked in some ways and then in some ways it it you know it, it didn't it, some of the characters were interesting there's a there's a Captain America character it's Captain Anarchy. <laughs> instead of captain america which i thought was kind of interesting and then uh riri uh, uh is the iron uh woman in this mm -hmm. uh although she's called something else i i liked it it was cute it was kind of a gimmicky thing it's i don't think it was something that i would read you know on a continuous basis but it was kind of clever i mean ultimately it felt like this weird uh like <laughs> they were kind they were so spider-man and his little group Captain Anarchy and, and Iron, whatever the heck they called her, um, were fighting against gentrification, <laughs> mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of an odd uh, thing, you know, just sort of like, okay, I, I guess that's cool. Uh, that's what punk, that's what, it, it felt like the Blink-182 of punk oh. comic books. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, if, mm -hmm. if, if that says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> not that I, I didn't hate Blink-182, but it's yeah. like, it's not Iggy and the Stooges. Yeah. This is, you know, this is not Iggy. It's kind of like not... Green, Green Day's fourth record. <sighs> yeah, you know, it's like, okay, it's, you call it punk, but mm -hmm. punk has definitely been dead since 1971. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, 
it was all right. It was it was fine. It had a it had a cool kind of punk rock misfits uh, themed um, taskmaster at the end who had a devil lock and a on a skull face. <sighs> so I did enjoy that. I mean, I you know I yeah. as as a punk fan, there were things. You're not immune to it, all of its charms. No, not at all, not at all. But uh, yeah, I don't know That's how good. I don't know how much how many legs I don't know how how That's long. That's fine. It's you know, be. just give me twenty twenty two pages of of interesting story and that's that's fine. i thought you were gonna say give me just give me like 20 issues of spider <laughs> no 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 it's, everything doesn't have to be you know amazing or or terrible so sometimes it's like yeah i liked a lot of it yeah I, like i said it was it wasn't great it wasn't horrible it, it looked really cool i liked you know it was funny in some ways um you know i don't know fighting against uh supposed nazi punks one group of punks fight another group of punks about gentrification in the neighborhood seems (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of funny yeah yeah. um but yeah it was all right it was all right it wasn't wasn't great but it was all right tom it's now been two months and two issues that we have not talked about one star squadron oh yeah oh yeah that's right so yeah. some explosive I, events. I feel like, oh, I like, wow. At the end of an episode, I feel like we could talk about this for a long time. This book's gotten surprisingly emotionally deep. <laughs> it really has. <laughs> like, it has. Yeah. From where it's, yeah, where it's like, oh man, this one might be cutting a little too close to the bone for all of us having to live through late stage capitalism and reality. And like, I, I, you know, Mark Russell always writes a really funny comic, but um, these also him and Steve Lever sort of made a very like shockingly like emotional uh, um, story. You know, like at the end of five, it's like the character has been kind of treated as a joke the whole time, and you feel like terrible for him, yeah, like legitimately terrible, like you know. Who could imagine that I would ever care that much about Minuteman or have any sort of like actual emotional attachment to that character? It's uh, I would not have predicted it. No, no, not at all. And at the end uh, of this issue, you're like, oh, wow, that's heavy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love red. I love, I love red tornado and, uh, and power girl has been, interesting being kind of a, a yeah. bitchy uh ladder climber at work <laughs> you know you know what it is is that it's a book that is obviously very cynical yes but it also has like moments of genuine like earnestness to it you know of like power girl like saving those people from the fire you know mm-hmm. and sort of being like well no actually you're still just a hero and like all this other stuff around it so i i think that's part of like the sort of interesting thing they've done is like take this very cynical look you know with a gi robot talking about how mankind is jealous of him but gi robot is going nowhere <laughs> he will um, GI but also mixed with sort of like but also sort of mixed with like oh it's uh sort of a little bit deep dive into like being a hero and like you know, like what does that mean? Uh, which I was yeah. not expecting. Well, I, 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 I love that. You know, 
we have that scene with Red Tornado where he's getting ready to go in and, and stand up to the board of directors and mm-hmm. and uh, and he's like, well, you know, they're probably going to fire me. And he has that moment of hesitation. It's like, no, my daughter needs braces next year. I don't know if I can do mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Which is not usually the thought bubble that you um, see above a hero moment. before they go into a situation. Yeah. So. But then later... You know, he is a hero, you know, in a way that you don't maybe necessarily would think of as a superhero. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of like that moment where he's like, this is the only person I could save right now. So I'm going to say, you know, so I'm going to save him, which, you know, I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty cool moment in there. Poignant. Yeah. In a for a jokey book, it really does play around with the the idea of what is a hero kind of over and over again. This is a kind of book or story, you know, that could easily slide into, you know, uh, just kind of, I don't want to say fluff, but just uh, tiresome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it could easily just become this thing of like, oh, okay, you're kind of, you know, shitting on superheroes to some degree, shooting, shitting on, you know, like you said, capitalism, which is easy enough to do and, and everything else. But then, like you said, it, it sort of elevates all that by having these moments where, you know, these characters are thoughtful and caring and stressed out about real sort of things. And, and yeah, it's, you know, I, I think um, it's a pretty impressive feat. And you see it more and more, you know, in shows. I see it on, in a lot of TV shows. Like, I was just talking about that show uh, on Amazon, that Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's on the surface is very much this sort of, you know, sitcom kind of show. There's a premise, you know, there's a situation and they, you know, these five people or six people that are in this situation together and they're very different people. And so a lot of sort of comedic stuff comes out of that. But then they, you know, they elevate it a bit by having, you know, real problems and real issues. And they're all kind of fucked up people in, in different ways. And that comes out in a lot of, bad ways when they're dealing with other human beings and i think that's you know it's a really fine line to walk sometimes when you're dealing when you're trying to be funny Mm -hmm. and then also like putting these things in there where it's like no this is i mean this is universally like why do we treat each other the way we treat each other you know why do we act this way why what, what causes us to behave in shitty ways to other people and uh, I, you know, I really have enjoyed that kind of writing and in, in stuff. You know, um, like I said, more TV shows than than comics. I think there's, in, but this, you know, um, this is one of those comics that I feel like it does mm-hmm. it well. You know, we've we've seen the the like D E F list heroes and villains with the comedic take of you know like the the day in the life of you know like kite man or or that kind of stuff um but i feel like this book has put a twist on that idea in and we've not seen it we're not seeing it done like this almost like an office comedy and yeah and and so that's um what did we talk about earlier that you know if you're gonna if you're gonna do that story 
you know, find a, find a way to, to do it in a, in a new and interesting way. And, you know, I feel like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. So it's what Alice, you know, never, you know, never more or whatever it was called. I don't feel like it did that where one star squadron is, is kind of crushing the, the way of, of telling an, an older idea in a new way. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, Wayne, uh is saying you know it's a it's a darker take on like the wahaha era of justice league mm-hmm. you know or you know justice league international or Justice League europe that you know those books were which were very funny um and it's interesting you know at the same time you have tom king doing with that cast of characters something really dark yeah in, in and completely um, different yeah and completely different in human target but uh yeah it's it, 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 is mark is mark russell british does anyone know? No idea. I have no idea either. It wouldn't surprise me if he I don't was. think he is. Don't think so? Okay. Maybe not. I, I don't his know. Twitter account, his Twitter account is very much American. Off American vibes. <laughs> I'm, eating, <laughs> I'm eating red meat and lots of yeah. American flags and eagles. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> yeah. eat steaks and watch UFC. <laughs> That's mine. <Sorry. laughs> I don't know. I like him. It's good. And Weaver's amazing. Yeah, Lieber's awesome. It's the, Russell, but Russell is just like, I don't know that there's a there's a better anybody's doing comedy better in comics right now than him. Not that that many people are doing comedy, period. Yeah, but man, he just fucking nails it. He just seems to have a real knack for that sarcastic, sardonic, you know, wit. But but also, like I said, just there's a heart to it. There's a you know, there's cynicism, but there's also as Wayne said, a, a heart at the center of it. And uh, that's, yeah, it's, it very much reminds me of a lot of British comedies now. You know, whether it's The Office. The Office was the same thing. The Office was all about, you know, it was hysterically funny putting you in these uncomfortable situations, people acting really badly. Mm-hmm. But all at the heart of it, you know, it was like you fell in love with these characters because they were, you know, they were flawed beings trying to be better and failing a lot of the times at, at it you know and it's uh shit you don't see that in dramas enough let alone mm-hmm. comedies yeah it's it's hard to do i think yeah comedy gets gets knocked down and not taken as seriously as it should because you can tell really dramatic heartfelt stories in a comedy you just gotta be fucking funny you just gotta do it and be fucking funny yeah yeah all right. On that note, on that note, we're uh, yeah. On that note, we're done. Um, <laughs> we mentioned uh, Patreon uh, a little bit earlier. Please check that out. We have uh, uh, all sorts of bonus stuff and ad-free episodes and all. Uh, anything else, Sal? On that? No. Just go do it. Help. Just go check out yeah. Patreon.com/slash Around Comics. Please sign up. And uh, yeah, there's there's stuff yeah there's stuff there yeah helps us not worry about having to uh to pay to host and that kind of stuff so we appreciate it keeping the lights on yeah keeping the lights on uh yeah tom you got anything going on uh i gotta go shoot a commercial tomorrow but that's about it but fun yeah i'll record a tom versus one of these days (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's a changing season no rush. Living by the living on the edge. One of these days. 
one of these days. Uh, so uh, please reach out to the show. You can email us at info at aroundcomics.com. Uh, remember that the, this here program is every Thursday at 8 o'clock-ish uh, Central Standard Time. So you can watch that live or listen to the audio podcast later. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Oh, what's our trade talk? Uh, I don't remember. What is our trade talk? You picked it, didn't no, you? It was your pick. You gave us a choice. Oh, sort. shit. It was, it was me. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the... Was uh, it? Oh, Once in Future. Uh, once, once in Future, Volume okay. 9. Yeah. Once in Future. Good. Sorry. Because I forgot. So, if it wasn't for Tom... Once, once in Future. Yeah, please. Write that down. Gotta, once in Future, gotta, Volume 1. There you go. Once in... Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> I, for some reason, I had in my head that you picked something, and I couldn't remember what it was. No, no. All right, so... Uh, Do I got to pick every month? What the fuck? I, well, you kind of <laughs> I'm just twisted Tom's arm into you know, bounty hunters, uh, which we did like. Well, Chris, didn't you? I thought you gave us a choice of two, and we picked one. That was... I gave you a choice no, that of was two. South. It was Once oh, in Future okay, right. or Moon Knight. Yeah. And you guys picked yeah, Once in Future. future. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's it. Uh, we'll be back uh, ACTV uh, for the Patreons, and then next Thursday with uh, an all new episode of this here show. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. Good night. <laughs>